0: Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxie and debuting on the show, I've got actor, writer, and director, Remo Rivero. How you doing? I'm great, Donovan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope I said the name right. You did? Okay, okay, okay. Where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. All right, all right, all right. And you wanted to be an actor. Or you are an actor, but you wanted to be one. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All right. Did you want to tell the story to our listeners? How did you decide, I want to be an actor, a writer, and a director? Well, it was a little secret that I, when I was nine
1: years old, I knew that's what I wanted to do. But it took me up until 24, 25 to be honest about it. And it had happened as soon as I got out of the military. um, I had to pick... A living and I was going to go to school for marketing management, but I knew I was only doing that for the money. And I ended up getting into a little trouble uh, because when I left the military, I had kept my military weapon with me. And in New York, you're not allowed to have any weapon of any sorts. So um, just going through court with that, and it led me to a realization that if I'm going to possibly, you know, lose my freedom, I'd rather lose my freedom by doing something I actually wanted to do and not pretending to, to, to fit in into this idea of of
0: what a human is supposed to be right 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 and what was that like when you found it when you know this is for sure what i want to do how did you feel uh truly
1: it was like the, it was the first time i i experienced that whatever i experienced god to me it was the feeling of god the the impossible happening mm-hmm. um and that was the first time this idea that i had as a child actually i felt like it was talking to me and it was taking me somewhere that was more in alignment of where I wanted my life to
0: be and who I wanted to be. Right, right, right. Do you ever think if you, what do you call it, ran away or continue to run away from that? Do you think you would have been happy? Obviously not. But there are some people, they know they're called to do acting and they still are running from it. What do you say to that?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, it is scary because the moment you're honest about it, you do open yourself up to uh, criticism, not only by the your, your environment, but your yourself your own doubt that you've been feeding you know and, and reinforcing throughout your whole life um, and it's also it's something new so you that fear that nervousness that anxiety is actually what you're supposed to feel um, and that's how you get over it and that's how you learn to get over it but if you want to be an actor um, and you're already working at a job you know you're not you're not actually if, if you whatever if you're an engineer or in the military I realized I'm not actually a marine. I'm, Acting like a marine, they taught me everything I needed to. The script, they taught me the act, the the physical motions, everything. And so I started to act like it. But you know, if you're gonna act, you might as well get paid for it because you will have to act in your regular life.
0: Yep, and like you're doing now, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. So where did it start? You did say you went to school for it, right? Yes, yeah, so I went to um, I took a couple acting classes in, at
1: Pace University, but then I went to the New York Film Academy, New York, and I took it like an eight to nine month uh, acting program. And in 2018, I moved to L.A. to I wanted to be around films and more TV than theater. Right. Right. Did you do any commercials? Right. Yeah, I'd have the the my first two years in L.A. were a lot of doing a lot of commercials, a lot of still shoots, a lot of uh, video shoots. I was able to and had was fortunate enough to be on a couple billboards in L.A. In my first two years starting off. So I realized that the, the importance of keeping the momentum, but also figuring out what you want to do by learning to focus on on that and being able to and having the confidence to step away from commercials or TV shows to focus on film.
0: Right, right, right. How did you deal with all the competition with what do you call it? Everybody at your theater school trying to, you know, get to the same goal to be an actor. How did you deal with all that competition?
1: Um, it's, it really is. A, it's a little, it's a silent competition that most actors are in, but, but being from, you know, a third world country, Peru, The the reality of just being able to be around other actors and and being on set and stage uh, never made, made me feel like I was actually competing with anybody. But I was aware that certain people had that, you know, that's whatever. you. It's a spirit. It's almost like a little... A spirit that, you know, but I, I don't have that spirit because I do enjoy people seeing people happy and, you know, live their dreams. Right. It's encouraging that that's motivating because if it's happening with the people
0: around me, then I know for a fact it's going to naturally, you know, pour on to me. All right. So you're not jealous if your boy wins an Oscar or the close no, need- co-star wins an Oscar and you didn't. No, yeah. If anything, if, if they're winning then and I'm
1: connected to them, I know it's going to, you know, and also I could I have everything to learn about from them. To see how how did they how did they you know what they did to accomplish and be successful like that to even be awarded something like that so now I get to absorb all of that information you know and I'm fairly I consider myself fairly new to it so I have a lot to learn
0: but you, I feel like you've learned a lot in the five years almost six years into 2024 you've learned a lot right oh yeah
1: absolutely an incredible amount and I really didn't think it was most of the that learnings were on a psychological and emotional aspect and how that contributes to uh, your career, especially as an actor, you're pretending to be all these different people. You don't even know who you are. Eventually that catches up to you, but knowing who you are and being confident to enough to express and even experiment with these ideas and concepts um, gives you this uh, better idea of who you are and who you are as a human being. And then you can apply to other human beings based on, you know, their environments and all the factors
0: Okay. All right. So let's hear about these projects that, what do you go, let's start with your acting. Talk to us about a movie that you're in. And we interviewed the director of the film, Siobhan Fallen Hogan. Talk about that movie that she produced. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. She,
0: she produced, she wrote it,
1: acted in it and directed and also produced it with her entire family, which is something I've never seen. But it was beautiful to see how once she was, you know, in a certain position to bring other people in. She really just looked at her family who she knew would always support her through thick and thin. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. I remember the first time I read it, I just couldn't get over it. Um, It was just so, I was so emotionally caught up in it. We filmed it, I think in 2020, 2021. So it taught me the process on how long feature films take, you know, and it's a beautiful story about an inmate with the death penalty and how a little community really just tries to help him come to peace with uh, certain decisions. That he made in his life, that you know, put him behind bars, all in just really just trying to protect his his children, his his daughter.
0: Right, right. right. And is that based on a true story? Um, it's according to her, it was
1: based story that her father, you know, told her when he was a prison a prison guard.
0: Okay, so, okay. And the name of that movie is
1: called Shelter in Solitude. It will oh. be released on on streaming services December fifteenth. Okay, okay. And your character? I will be one of the baseball fathers that um, caused the main protagonist to be late to pick up his daughter. Okay, okay, okay. How did you feel playing that character? It was great. It was uh, straightforward. It had to rally up a whole group of uh, Little League baseball players and their families. So it was nice to work with, um,
0: you know, not just two or three actors, but an entire fleet of them. All right. And what do you call it? You also write your own stories because you have a movie to be released in 2024 am i correct yes i do it's called victory boulevard okay talk to us about victory boulevard and what it's about
1: well victory boulevard is about um it's accepting your life the beauty and the terror of it and how by accepting all of the complexities that make you you uh, actually helps you transform it and evolve yourself into something you know that is that best aligns with who you imagine yourself to be.
0: Okay, and how do I do that? Um. Well, in in the
1: film, there is a little therapy session, and, and for my personal self, growing up, I never really had um this comfortability about telling strangers my life because I knew most of them have not experienced those things, so they. I knew we wouldn't be able to connect or just not put myself in a vulnerable position where I can see people have pity for me, but really learning to be honest and speak those things out loud, even to yourself is actually the, you know, the beginning stages of, of healing, of, of growing and maturing, you know, cause people, people feel all these deep things, but then they're not even confident enough to speak about them. So, you know, people will throw their whole lives away, but, and do reckless things, but they don't have the confidence to to speak about what's bothering them. And that to me always, bothered, you know, didn't make sense to me because that's how I was too. But uh, it really goes back to that conversation, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And that conversation you should be having with yourself and a higher power or a psychiatrist or a friend.
1: Right, exactly. We all look for somebody, ears, other ears, because we feel like by talking to ourselves, it doesn't, it's not real. Or sometimes it makes us feel like we're crazy because we're talking to ourselves. But in reality, you are actually listening to yourself and when no one around you are you know you're 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 there taking care of yourself and most people who have gone through traumas um don't realize that they actually love themselves so much that they decided to keep going one more day but that's a true testament to how much they love themselves but it's just not a it's not a it's not the way it's not a colloquial language it's not something that it's not common language for us we don't speak like that so it takes us for us to to go through to decide this is how I want to speak to myself. I do want to, you know, navigate my own
0: thoughts and emotions by treating myself as if I am real and I'm alive and I am enough. Wow. Wow. Can you remind the listeners about that again? Most people that go through trauma do love themselves.
1: Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yes. And that's why you keep going one more day. But until someone helps you recognize that you don't think that you love yourself. Wow. Wow. You kept going one Day because you now- love yourself so much.
0: So keep, mm-hmm. going. keep going. Don't stop, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No matter what life throws at you, this movie shows you how to overcome those obstacles, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Right. And simply by just having a conversation. We can start there.
0: Okay. And these conversations say, I want to have these conversations in 2024. What's your advice? My advice
1: for that is everything that you
0: don't like about yourself
1: is are little hints to, you know, the things that you should learn to love about yourself. And only when you love those things about you, do you allow yourself room to, to be easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you can be easy on yourself, you actually find it to be easy on others and, and stop being so judgmental to others because you don't want it to be reflected onto you. But it is true. What, what you project, you know, to, yourself, to others is truly what you project to yourself sometimes
0: subconsciously. Right, right, right. Well, we're too busy. We gotta please everyone, right? Yes.
1: Oh my God, that's (laughs) really what it is. Because we want to be validated. We want to be seen, you know, for who we are and you know the beauties that that we we dream about. But everybody's so you know full of emotions that make them uneasy. So we we're getting there. I think as as a as a society, we're getting to a place where we wanna we wanna just speak about the things we
0: always felt like we weren't allowed to because it would make us look like. Weak souls or weak spirits. All right. And does this movie have a happy ending? Of course it does. Can't have a Uh, negative ending. Yeah, no, I don't believe in that. I really don't. Okay. So with your stories that you write and direct, you never believe in negative endings? No,
1: it's a choice. Negative endings, it's a choice.
0: Whatever happens to you in this life, whether it be,
1: you know, uh, any kind of excessive violence done to you can... It does not have to be something evil, it doesn't have to be something bad. It could it could have been a pivotal lesson for you to to become who you want to be. But it's a choice, it really is. Okay. Decide how things affect you.
0: All right. So there is a positive ending to this movie, right? Yes, there is. Okay, okay, okay. And they can look for that in 2024, right? Yes, January 2024. Okay, okay, okay. But you were talking to me off interview. There are more stuff you want to tap into, more passion projects. Do you want to talk about that with our listeners? Yes, the other one. I have a, a
1: couple lists. We're going on a list real quick. Um, with the, one of them is called um, "Sounds of Word Words." The sounds of words, and that's about a, a veteran who's going through PTSD and how he uses. Self through the personification of a uh, of self talk, he thinks he's speaking to this spirit, but really it's in reality it's him talking to himself. But only when he, but only when he feels like he's talking to someone, does he actually entertain the thoughts that he's been dealing with. But with himself, he feels like he's crazy. And the next one is about a um, it's more of like a little sci-fi. It's about dream traveling and or Carl Jung's um, you know, theory on dreams and how dreams try to speak to you and guide you. And depending on how you interpret it is how, you know, you will go about uh, projecting your life. And the other one is about a man who goes around a commuting, beating up uh, deadbeat fathers to get them back in line and how that ne- it is necessary for men to keep other men accountable, especially when, you know, they take on uh, the responsibility of being a father. And so you will be held accountable. Wow. You like it
0: wow. Wow. Should actors keep other actors accountable?
1: Uh, exactly. That's that's how we do it. And it's really love. Sometimes you might have to, you know, respectfully use a
0: little force, but it is with love. All right. So it is important to keep each other accountable while we're acting, right? Absolutely. Okay. What if I can't take accountability as an actor? If you well, you know, that's um
1: it must be that you have to first get your priorities straight. And realize, you know, I also accept that part of maturing is sacrifice some of uh, our instant desires for, you know, the long run, hmm. but it also does come about with, um, you know, if the person finds it hard to be held to, you know, to hold themselves accountable, it's usually because throughout their upbringing, they've never been taught how to keep themselves accountable. So you could only lash out on that person for so much before you start accepting that they are a
0: creation of their environment and it, they cannot be fully, you know, to blame. Right, right, and some people just don't like being told anything, too. Right,
1: exactly, and it's okay, you know. But for 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 the sake of not stressing yourself, people, it's okay to let people, you know, live out their lives the way they want to be. You don't have to change
0: everybody. You, I advise my advice that I've been given is help people who want to help themselves. Okay, all right, but we don't want that negative energy around us in two thousand twenty-four, right? No, not at all, not at all. Okay. We want to make it into art. All right. Yeah. And we want to grow, right? As actors and actresses, we want to grow, right? All right.
1: That's that's the whole thing. That's really the whole purpose of it. We want, to, we want to grow and we want to see other people grow and we want to keep our environment growing so we don't feel like we're, we don't belong, you know, or there's something better out there for us. All right. Is there a
0: dream role you're looking for in the future?
1: Uh, Yes, I wrote it actually. It's in Victory
0: Boulevard. Oh, okay. All right. A dream role. Yeah. So you, I'm talking about you wanting to play somebody. That's what I mean. The dream role. Oh wait, can you say that again, please? No, I'm saying a dream role that you would like to play. Like, what do you call it on the camera? A dream role. Oh, okay, okay. A dream role. Like a boxer. What do you call it? Or well, I don't know. You, you don't well, strike me as I a would... psychopathic killer.
1: <laughs> I did. No, well, I've in in. Shelter in solitude. I did have to be that kind of, you know, a sick person. But luckily, um, they didn't. They changed my, my role. They they were worried about how I would be viewed by the audience, and they would. They didn't want me to, you know, be be represent myself or people like me as such a vile and disgusting person. But the wow. dream role, I really, I do like um um fantastical characters you know, so where I can leave reality itself, you know, um, and also I do this, I do have this idea. I might produce it myself just as a, just to get it out of my system, but I do want to,
0: um, do a bit of Mark Anthony's life. Okay. All right. That's a good, that's a good goal. So that would be your dream role to play Mark, Mark Anthony, right? Yeah, that would be absolutely fun. Okay. All right. So, you speak that into the future, okay? You're on Matt Radio. Speak. That's exactly what You now. All right. You can, you it, can tell the listeners. Tell them, yeah, tell them right now. <laughs> I know someone. Yeah, they're listening. Uh, 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 uh. You were cutting out there. <laughs> I was saying, tell them right now you want to play Mark Anthony.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Whenever you guys are ready, you know, if we got to write it, we'll write it. If you want to write it, you can write it. But I'm ready for that. I'm oh. definitely ready for that role. Okay, okay, okay. Then
0: who would play J-Lo? Oh, that's a hard one. That's a good one. You know what? I'll I'll leave it up to the, uh, the audience to pick. <laughs> somebody that could, can... could Selena Gomez play J-Lo? You know what? Um, I could definitely support it. I I have no doubt in her
1: and her team and her ability to, you know, perform. She is a great performer. So that'd be fun.
0: All right, all right. So what's your message? What do you want to tell other actors, actresses, and creatives? Um, that We are the leaders. We
1: are the leaders of the culture. And the most important thing about culture is what we pass down to the children. And let that, you know, when you wake up every morning, you have to ask yourself, what is your intention for the day? And who do you intend to be? And know that if you don't want to do it for yourself, we do, you know, have a responsibility to take care of the children around us.
0: And to the younger ones, what do you want to say to them where they do want to get into this industry, but they are afraid of what their parents will think and they will not get that support?
1: Go for it. Go for it. Prove it wrong. Prove them wrong.
0: It's going to be scary, but that's the whole part they'll cut me off though sorry i'm sorry they'll cut me off though my parents if i go into the industry yeah right also
1: it's very important to have a plan before you do you know you do decide to be honest because you will expect some some push it's just it's just the truth of you know but just make sure you have a plan and life is easier with a little plan and just also, accepting that you will have to sacrifice if you want to be, you know, make your your dreams your reality. You might have to sacrifice, um, I guess, sometimes for some people the support of their parents. Mm-hmm. And that can be scary, but it also teaches you how to, you know, fend for yourself and how to go hunt for food by yourself. You know, your parents
0: can't do everything for you after a certain point. That teaches great- how to be strong. <laughs> yeah, it's a great teacher. All right. Right, right. And what do you want to tell the listeners about your projects, about your movies, or what do you call it, or about your writing or directing? What do you want to tell the listeners? This story in Victory Boulevard
1: and many stories that I tell, the basis of of the stories is to overcome and master. And I show examples of people, some, some fictional people, but most of the ideas and concepts in my films are based on true stories or, you know, true events but they're all meant to overcome and master and teach us how to overcome and master
0: and what it will like, what it will look like to overcome and master. Mm -hmm. And again, we can overcome, right? We can do this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Children who haven't
1: been taught have been doing, are doing it all over the world. So as adults, I think we have the power to learn
0: and do it just as well as children right 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 okay so throw out your social media platforms and throw out that movie you will be in and that movie streams december 14th not december 15th okay thank you thank you so throw out that movie december 14th, yes yes mm-hmm. december 14th shelter in solitude all right and then your social media platforms social media instagram
1: instagram it's remo underscore yashel y-a-s-h-e-l-l Mm-hmm. You can also find my film page. It's called Not Your Boyfriend Productions. Not Your Boyfriend Productions? Yep. How'd you get that name? Uh, because I'm from NYC and it's <laughs> NYB. So I just filled it in with some something catchy, a
0: little, you know. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm With laughing at style that. And attitude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to write a story about not your boyfriend in the future? Uh yeah, definitely. I did definitely wrote a story about that and how, you
1: know, sacrificing relation um an intimate relationship at a certain point in your life to better your career is um sometimes a reality for people. And it was a reality for me, so I had to accept that I'm my, you know, I'm in a relationship with my career at this point in time so i have to you know please don't expect certain things from me because i'm not your boyfriend
0: okay all right ladies sorry sorry. ladies we're out of luck okay (laughs) (laughs) he's married to his career all right (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was honest (laughs) i'm sorry i'm laughing hard (laughs)
1: No, that's it. That's it. It was for the sake of being honest. I don't, you know, because I do care about my emotions and how my life also affects other people's emotions. So just trying to keep it a peaceful, peaceful environment for everybody.
0: Well, that's good. You have self-awareness. That's very good. Some people don't, which they expect. If you're in a relationship with me, you will have to put that career to the back burner.
1: Right. No, absolutely. And then just signing with the new manager, you know, he also, you know, one of his clauses is that if you do get into a relationship, relation, uh, your partner will have to sign an NDA because uh, he's thinking ahead. So that's also... You know something that's not very normal in relationships. People signing NDAs, but oh, you for real? Industry, yeah, I'm. I'm still learning about it. So, so in this industry, they take it very seriously, and you know, it's just to be, just to make sure that everybody is respectful at all times and accountable at all times.
0: Hey, ladies, if you're ready to sign those NDAs, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My manager uh, is my manager. He makes me do it. (laughs) Oh, okay. 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 And the movie again, remind them January, 2024, because we got some obstacles to overcome in 2024. So encourage
1: the listeners again. Yes. Victory Boulevard, January 17th,
0: 2024. It's Mm -hmm. basically how to overcome and master. Right, right, right. Did you have any final things you want to tell the listeners?
1: Yes. Thank you for, thank you for listening thank you for watching thank you for giving me your time your attention your energy i value it i cherish it and i know all artists do and Donnie, thank you for having me thank you for creating such a beautiful space to to have us to you know speak freely and and like you said speak things into fruition by speaking them as if they're happening now and not so much as i hope they happen one day
0: right right and you will play mark anthony in the future again okay You know, I love that. And you'll be back when you play him, okay? I will, definitely. All right, you keep in touch.
1: Thank you, my love. You too.
0: All right, for Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxie. I would love to thank actor, writer, and director. You can throw out your name again. Remo Rivero. Thank you, and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.